Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm Aaron from Wheeler Coaching. And I'm Jake from Smart Fitness. The First Lift podcast is where we discuss, break down and evaluate training hypotheses and methods in order to educate you, allow you to train more effectively and achieve your lifting goals. Today's episode is on how to stay consistent. So Jake, why is it important? So being consistent is extremely important when it comes to changing your body or your strength or anything that you're trying to achieve in the gym. If you're just going to do something for a month, you're not really going to see any results. No. You know, like for example, if you're trying to build an impressive physique, the physiques that you see that you aspire to be like, they take 5, 10, 20 years to achieve. It's not like a one month that you get there. And on top of that, it's, it's social media. Yeah. Everything's a little bit more enhanced on the social media. Yeah, it's so the structure up a little bit, find a filter. Yeah, it's not always what you exactly see. I saw one video guy posing in uh, like really good lighting in the gym, he looked fucking shredded. But then when he went into the normal sort of mirror with no lighting, he just looks like a normal guy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing as well, like you, you're going to see something that's unobtainable and yeah. um, then you won't be consistent. But going back to why it's important, again, you're not going to achieve anything significant without being consistent. You sort of want to make sure that you can build a routine that suits you, that you can adhere to for quite a long time. Yeah, exactly. Now, what I do with my clients is in a consultation, we'll talk about a good week and a bad week. You know, when yeah. you have some people are going to have like busier weeks and more quiet weeks. So oh, if yeah. you think about a good week, maybe you can train six days a week for two hours each. If you build a routine with that, are you going to be consistent? Probably not. Probably if a busy not. week comes along, right? Yeah. So then I ask them like, what about a busy week? And they might say four. And then normally, if you imagine it, like if you're learning to swim, you're going to start in the shallow end, right? Unless yeah. you have like an Eastern European uncle that's going to throw you in the water, you're going to start in the shallow end. And you're, <laughs> when you're more confident, you go to the deep end. So the point being, start with something that you can achieve on a busy week. And if you find, let's say, you know, you do four sessions a week for a month, for two months, and you think, oh, I can do five, then bring it up instead of going yeah. straight to the deep end. It's, it's always what you can do. Like if you're missing a session every week and you're not getting optimal volume and stuff like that it's not gonna be great you might as well drop down a session and push it a bit more yeah exactly four so sessions yeah, so rather than the five yeah so, so gen four instead of five you could just do an extra couple exercises in each one yeah it'll make, it make the sessions thing. a little bit longer but it's not the end of the world at least then you're getting the, the same amount of work you would if you did five days you want to yeah. make sure that you're also sticking to the same sort of exercises generally good period of time normally i would say between four to six weeks as a like consistent sort of bit but then after that you might change a few exercises not everything not like your standard like squats bench deadlift and stuff like that but more maybe say the isolation exercises ones that you're not really feeling that are great yeah you do need to give it some time before you change them what i would say is if you go with a training split so what you're doing on each session how many sessions a week you're doing where possible i would say try to stick to it for even like three months but when it comes down to the exercise selection you might find that one movement is stalling you're not getting very far with it yeah and maybe in a month or two you might want to change that yeah, i'm trying to get a bit more not just overall but also into the little nitty bitty grips yeah so looking at the micro as well yeah. not just the macro. you might you might also feel one exercise better than others for example uh rdls over good mornings you might feel the rdl a lot more than a good morning so you would choose the RDL over the good morning. Yeah, and again, it depends obviously on what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, but yeah, if you try to stimulate hamstrings, you don't really feel hamstrings in a good morning, yeah. you feel them it's crazy just... on RDL, 
then you do that. Just right? a very quick sort of one. But you want to be consistent, right? It's yeah. not about like changing every week. You know, so many people are always looking for the next routine, the next magical workout that's going to get you there, but it's not that. That's, that's why I was sort of saying, make sure you stick about four to six weeks with that. Even if the movement doesn't feel great the first week, you never know, might, after four to six weeks, you might start feeling it. Yeah, properly. give it a chance. You know? Give it a chance to actually do something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on, you do also want to try and find a, I hate this word, a diet that you can adhere to as well. Why did they make the word diet like you're going to die doing it? Because <laughs> that's not how it should be, right? It should be something that you can stay consistent with. Like there's so many diets that are over-restrictive. You know, oh. they're like stopping you from everything. Like if you think about intimate fasting, intermittent fasting, yeah, right? Something like that where maybe you might have an eight hour window instead of the whole 24 hours where you're eating and the rest of the time you're fasting. The only reason that that's gonna help you to lose weight, for example, is because you have you have less time to eat, so you're gonna end up eating less, which is gonna put you in a deficit. Exactly, exactly the same with something like keto, where mm. it puts your body into ketosis, where your body is burning fat. And that's not the fat that's actually on your body that's burning, it's burning the fat in your diet. Exactly, that's, that's the difference people... that people have. People just say, oh, it burns fat. And they go, okay, it's going to burn and really get shredded. Yeah. Like six weeks, I'll be shredded exactly. down to the bone, be insane. No, it's the fat in your diet that is actually burning. And again, like Jake said, it's just calorie deficit. Yeah, exactly. And what I was going to add on to that as well is that. Yes, you're burning fats, right? Because when you think about it, fats and carbs are your macronutrients, which are giving you energy, basically, yeah. when you think about it like that. So if you don't have carbs, then fats are going to be your source of energy, and that's what ketosis is about. Yeah, and often but, ketosis, it takes you a little while to even get into that, feel crappy about it for a bit, and then maybe it might work for you. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you have carbs in your diet, you're just going to use the carbs as the fuel as well. So it, they both work, and again, it's just creating that calorie deficit, isn't it? If you do want to know more about fat loss, we did do an episode. It is our episode one, fat loss. So do go listen to that one as well. Yeah, check that out, guys. Um, moving on, we want to talk about scheduling in certain things within your day, within your week, right? So something like, for example, your training, if you look at the start of the week and you're like, okay, I'm going to train this day, this day, and this day, even put it in your diary, yeah. so that that way you're actually doing that. I feel like that's one thing I've done because of course with our jobs we put in clients training and everything like that we so have to work around it yeah. we, we schedule schedule a lot of things i found i schedule my training in at the start of the week so i know okay this day i'm training this day i'm training this day i'm training blah 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 and i find it helps me mentally prepare for it as well um, yeah exactly um one thing as well is having like for some people having a specific day to do a certain training movement like yeah. for example having an upper lower split and having okay on monday i do upper on tuesday i do lower and so on yeah so then that way it comes to monday and you're like okay today i have to do the session instead of thinking like oh at some point this week i have to do it with like my training right now i do four days myself um and right now i'm sort of going for a monday wednesday friday saturday and trying to stick it to that the whole time of course every now and then you might not like mm. it's gonna happen at some point but generally they're the days that we want on top of that you do also want to try and schedule in say your meals yeah like, that's important it's a little well. bit harder to do with meals just based on some people's jobs say for example uh you worked in a hospital and you were really busy and whatever scheduling your meals is quite hard in that sort of way yeah but generally 
trying to get into it. And on top of that, not just getting meals, but then say you find it hard with what to eat, for example. Yeah. You could then say meal prep. Yeah, exactly. So like like with the example you were saying, if you're working longer shifts, if you scheduling some time during the week to meal prep, then you bring like a little box of food with you. Whenever you yeah. do have that five, 10 minute break, throw it in the microwave, heat it up, eat it. So then that way you're, you know, you're planning to have that meal. On top of that, with meal prep, it not only just saves money, but it also saves you time having to go to the shop to grab the food that you want, to pay for it, to then get back to where you was working, yeah. to cook it or heat it up, whatever. So it's gonna save that bit of time as well. Yeah, and then it makes it a lot easier to stay consistent with your meal plan or, or diet or whatever it may be. Yeah. Another thing to kind of try scheduling is sleep. And sleep is paramount for your recovery. Um, it's such an important factor that people dismiss. So just making sure that you have a certain kind of maybe like a bedtime or like a waking up time so that you can get a good amount of sleep within the day. On top of that, one thing that really sucks for some people is doing let's say night shifts and day shifts in a single week. Personally, we don't really do stuff like that, but we have that with clients that have that sort of schedule. And what I've seen previously with one of my clients that he's now not working any nights, his progress is skyrocketed because mm. he's able to have a more schedule sleep. Yeah, so sleep's better, but then digestion's better as well because you don't, you're not forcing your, your stomach to be eating and digesting at night when normally it wouldn't. Yeah. So that messes you up as well. Ideally, but... if you do nights and days, you want to have a good split being days and then nights another. Yeah, it's just, it's gonna like cause really. a lot of issues with yeah. your training consistency, but it's just being fan and schedule. Moving on, we want to go and talk about how to track progress. So this is very different for everyone, Yeah, really. Like there's a million ways of diff how to actually track your progress and it might be for example, fat loss. Yeah, so it depends on your goals, right? Yeah. So it might be fat loss, could be even like gaining a bit of muscle maybe. Could also be adding an extra kilo on the squats. But yeah, like if you squared even a kilo more than last week and same RP and stuff, yeah. that's a progression. You know? It might be the case that you have more energy on a daily basis, so instead of always being slumped, you're actually awake and active. It might also be just getting yourself to the gym to yeah, do even something. Just, there, yeah. just doing something. Yeah, so actually turning up, yeah. right? Um, and it, you could even be like being consistent to your diet. Let's say, for example, you're trying to put on size and you're eating four meals a day. If you one week skipped a couple of meals and then the next week you hit every meal, you ate all four meals, then that's another progression, right? That's something that you've improved on. And not only just trying to gain weight, also trying to lose weight. I've got a few clients that struggle to eat because they want to lose weight. So they're sort of thinking, okay, if I eat less, or I skip a meal, then I'm gonna lose weight. When in reality, when they actually eat all their meals, yeah, and you know, like we, we explain a lot more about that in that fat loss episode, yeah. which you can check out. Um, but moving on here, we want to talk also about enjoying the training, right? So yeah. if one week you hated it, and let's say a month down the line, you're really enjoying your training, you're in a good mood all the time, that's gonna be another progression, right? So we want to think about like. You, you want to think about celebrating the small wins. Exactly, like, yeah. That's these it. are all things that our progress but it might not be oh i've lost two pounds of fat it might just be half a pound in the in the next week it could even yeah, be like weeks. a comment from someone saying like oh you look a bit slimmer yeah like it could even be all these little things these are all wins guys and a lot of people overlook them and they only look at like oh my scale weight's not changing 
but you might have lost fat, built muscle, got stronger, you had better energy, yeah. improved your consistency. So many things. There's can so improve. many things that, and it's the small things that matter. Yeah, and these are going to help with your mentality. They're going to put you in a position to actually be consistent because you're seeing that oh, I'm getting better, I'm progressing. So it's really helpful with that. Yeah. For example, a entrepreneur named Jim Rohn once said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Research shows we are more affected by our environment than most would want to believe. So going on from that, the main thing would be you need other people's mentality to also be similar to yours. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that's what we mean by the mentality is surrounding yourself with people that are gonna have that same mentality. You know, like if you're trying to train you're trying to build muscle you're trying to grow and you have a bunch of friends that would rather go drinking on the weekends and they don't understand why you'd spend an hour and a half at the gym then that's not going to help you be consistent or they, like they pick at you because you're going to the gym like oh why are you going to the gym for come drink all right gym lad <laughs> this thing, right? it's something that i personally dealt with when i was younger and now them same people are the ones that come to me and be like oh how'd you do it like i want to be i want to do stuff like that blah 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 but they never saw everything I did to sacrifice. For yeah, exactly. So it's about having that environment. Another quote that I really like from a philosopher called Confucius. Confucius. Yeah, Confucius. Yeah, that's his name. Basically, he said, the one that says I can and the one that says I can't are both usually right. So if you tell yourself, oh, I can't, I can't do this. I can't eat in a calorie deficit. I can't train this many times a week. I can't stay consistent. You never will. You have to tell yourself you can, right? But that's the thing. On top of that, you're putting that negative thought in your head when if you give yourself that positive, it might just give you that little bit that you need. Yeah, exactly. Moving on, we want to go into sort of accountability. What will be like, what, what will make you accountable for doing all of this, staying consistent? Yeah, so you want to have a form of accountability. Yeah. Now, this can be something as simple as a training partner. So if you train with somebody, let's say you train four days a week and you train with that person, on the days where you don't feel like going, they'll be like, yo, I'm here, let's go, let's train. And why, vice versa. Why are you coming? What's on? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Same thing with a coach, so one of us, for example. It's our job to be like, okay, why didn't you come to the gym that day? What was the reason you didn't? And if you can't give a good reason, you know you should have. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out there that a coach is not a babysitter, so we're not no, supposed to check no. that you train. But if you tell your coach, oh, I don't think I can train today, they might be like to you, why no. can't you train? Oh, okay, so you can fit in at this time. Remember what the goal is. Remember why you're doing this. And it might actually just switch. And on top of that, we are here to keep you accountable. Don't feel like you're being attacked when in reality we're there just trying to push you to your limits, push yeah. you to actually do stuff that you want to do. Exactly, that's where a coach little, is helpful. Little encouragement. Yeah, and a coach can be really helpful. Another option can be like just having family and friends keeping you accountable. So like maybe just asking your family or friends just to like keep an eye on what you're eating now and then. So if you yeah. feel like, oh, I might have some chocolate, just have like that member of family or a friend to say like, oh, come on, man, you're, you're trying to be in that deficit. Now, obviously you can have chocolate yeah. in a calorie deficit, but that's the idea, you know, if you're there's trying a, to- There's a more. difference. You, you have a bit, but you don't have it all sort of thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm <laughs> gonna have that bar of chocolate. Someone might say, actually, why don't you just have half of it and then you can yeah. still stay within your calories. Stay within your calories and have the other half for another time. 
Yeah, exactly. But the only issue can be obviously that can mess with like relationships. Because if you get, yeah. if you're in a calorie deficit for a while and you get a bit grumpy, and then like, let's say your mum says, nah, don't eat that, eat this instead. And then you're going to just like, it can cause issues. So that's where having someone unrelated, like a coach, someone that you're actually investing your money and time into can be a better option to keep you accountable, yeah. right? Moving on, we also want to go into sort of, it's not all about motivation, it's not. It's also about discipline. Yeah, exactly, it? man. So the best athletes aren't the ones that are always motivated. They have discipline. They know they have to do that session for the great good. Yeah, that's the difference, right? Like you think that only only random people feel like some days they can't do it. I'm sure that even Usain Bolt at one point had to, had to train for a sprint or whatever, and he was like, "Oh, I can't be asked." But he had the discipline to go and perform and do the training, even when he didn't want to, which is going to allow him to get the better results in the long run. Like for example, with me, like literally yesterday, I was training and it just didn't feel right. It didn't move as well as I wanted. And I wasn't motivated to do the rest of my session. But rather than me just going, okay, I'm just going to leave it there and go home. I was like, no, I need to do it. I know in the long run, in the next four, six, whatever weeks, even months, it's gonna benefit me. Yeah, exactly. Like I've had times when I was training before where like I haven't even gone to the gym yet. Like I'm at home and I'm like, oh, I can't be asked, I'm tired, I didn't sleep well. I'm make, making excuses, right? But then at the end of the day, there's that voice in your head that's like, oh, are you gonna be disciplined? Yeah. Like think about long-term, think about where you wanna be. So it's not always having motivation. Not everyone is always motivated. And the thing is, the session doesn't have to be the best session in the world. You could literally go there and just do the bare minimum and that could be good enough for that day. Yeah, it would be better than step. nothing, right? It's one step forward. Exactly. And That's then also, amazing. if you're trying to be consistent with training a certain amount of times per week, even if you come in and you have a bit of a half-assed workout, you still came in, you still trained every day and you didn't miss that out, right? So it's looking at having more good weeks than bad weeks, yeah. right? Of course, like, it's straight away, it's quite hard to make sure you're having loads of good weeks and never having a bad week. Like you're going to at some point have a bad week, but it's the main thing of, are you going to be disciplined enough to keep pushing through that bad week so that the next week or the following weeks will be good. Exactly. At the end of the day, guys, if you want to be consistent, it comes down to how bad you want it. If you really want to achieve something, like if you want it with all your heart, you're going to do everything you can physically, mentally to really achieve that. If you want to gain a certain physique, and you want it so bad, you will be consistent and you don't feel good on a day, you're still gonna train because you want that so bad. So it comes down to how bad you want it. And again, consistency is so important. Right? Yeah, it's the main thing. Okay, we're gonna leave it there for today. Thank you for listening. I hope Very it was nice. helpful, guys. If you do have any questions or you wanna to listen to the podcast and share it, please tag us or drop us a message on yeah, Instagram. Definitely. All right, thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you in the next one. See ya.